All right, all right, we're back with another wonderful episode of English and Coffee. I'm your wonderful host, Damian. And it is a day after Christmas. Uh, I survived. Hopefully you did. Uh, if you're listening to this, then I guess you did survive, which is a good thing. It's always a good start to the day when you survive yesterday. Um, today, I think we're going to talk a little bit about the upcoming year, a few of the events that we experienced this year, and just try to get our minds together for taking on 2021, because I imagine we're going to have some lingering COVID situations, stock market. It's going to keep wondering and wavering like it is now. Um, might be a few more political events to come about, but um, for the most part, I think we'll be okay. So without further ado, let's get into it. Today's coffee is being provided by McDonald's. This is not a sponsored ad, but today's coffee is being provided by McDonald's, five creams, five sugars, and that's what our caffeination station is today. Hopefully you are hydrated and caffeinated wherever you are listening to this podcast. Um, as I said, uh, today we're just going to take, you know, take a little walk through 2020 and try to figure out a few of the things that happened. Um, I guess we'll go ahead and start with the big pink elephant in the room. COVID uh, kind of hit the world with an impact that no one expected. No one was really prepared to handle, especially here in the States. I mean, you could see the way Agent Orange just kind of fumbled the ball, but I think it was an unavoidable thing. We were going to have casualties. People were going to get sick, but the good thing is a lot of people recovered. Um, now, they are, there are talks about these lingering effects of COVID, but I think it's just in certain cases because I imagine the wave, the initial wave has gone through everybody, and if we were going to get sick, we got sick. And then they're talking about all these additional waves coming through and the virus mutating and changing and morphing into something else. But there's always something in the earth. I mean, when are, when are we not, you know, uh, uh, you know, on the defense, you know, being attacked by some virus, some plague, you know, some infection or something like that? I mean, we've survived the bubonic plague. I mean... People had polio and uh, what else? There's the Spanish flu and malaria and Ebola. I mean, I think every year there's just a few things that come about and people just kind of lose their minds because it's it's new. It's a little crazy, a little strange. But I mean, we got to have faith in our scientists, you know, our, our doctors. You know, of course, if you're a religious person, then you have faith in God, you know. So the best thing you could do to protect yourself going forward is to eat right. As they say, you are what you eat. A lot of the things that we put in our bodies are the reasons that we have a lot of the illnesses and things that we're struggling with today. Uh, obesity, high blood pressure, diabetes, different things like that. Sometimes you do have a deficiency, you know, a genetic, you know, deficiency or whatever, something that's inherited. But for the most part, I mean, if you eat healthy, you exercise, which a lot of us don't, um, you know, I'm not exempt from that that crowd. I'm not out there running 10 miles a day or even one mile a day. I walk at work, walk around the house, walk to the store. But um, there are other reasons for walking and exercising than just losing weight. You know, circulation, improving your circulation, building up your muscle mass. Because I know as uh, people get older, they tend to lose that muscle mass, you know. They just get weak and frail. If you don't use it, you lose it. You know, if you're sitting on the couch all day, don't be surprised that you can't run to the door without getting winded. You know, if you're all, uh, uh, when you're opening the refrigerator, maybe it's time to close the refrigerator 
and do something productive, you know, something to preserve your health, extend your life a little bit, as best it's in your control, because ultimately, you know, we're here. Uh, the plan's already been made, depending on which side of the book you're reading. We're just playing our role, <laughs> playing the part, playing the show out. And I believe there are a few things that we can do to kind of exemplify and, you know, multiply our our trajectory, but for the most part, um, it is what it is. We're just playing the role. Everybody's got a, a timer, a clock. That's one of the most valuable resources you have is time. Money, money can be replaced. People say, oh, I don't have any money. I'm broke. Okay, but you've got like time. You might have like six years, six years to build something, six days to do something, six minutes to change your life, to tell somebody or change someone else's life, you know, to help someone. Kindness, kindness takes nothing. It doesn't take any money. It's just time. Spending time with an older person, learning from them, spending time with a younger person, teaching them. Um, time is our most valuable resource because it's the one thing that can't be replenished with money, can't be replaced. So if you don't have money, you use time. You got time, use that to make money. I mean, it's it, that's all it is. I mean, they have people with no arms, no legs, <laughs> making millions. They got people with one arm, two legs, making money, you know, making a life for themselves. So if you're sitting there with an able body, all of your fingers, all of your toes, your senses, and you're just sitting there complaining about what someone else did, you got nobody to blame but yourself. Um, once you accept responsibility for what's going on in your life and in your reality, then you gain control and you have the ability to change things. It all starts in the mind. It's, it's, all, it's psychological warfare at this point. <laughs> the physical ability is there. It's psychological warfare. I'll, I'll share a little a piece I heard from this guy, um, some polyglot, and he was talking about language and the, um, the psychology behind it. Uh, I may have shared this on the last podcast. I don't know. I may have watched this since the last podcast, but it was it was about an hour, 40 minutes. Some guy speaking in Russian about how he studied all these languages. I mean, I think he knows like six, you know, concrete languages and the rest he kind of dabbles in. You know, he's got experience with all of them. But he was talking about how a baby learns language. And this is similar to how I learn, you know, to speak what I what I do in Russian, because I wasn't going to sit there and study all these grammar charts. I just absorbed the language by being exposed to the language, exposing myself to it, listening to things, watching videos, using what words I have. But if you think about it, a baby's going to sit there, right, for about a year, maybe a little more, and just listen. You know, nobody's saying, talk, talk, talk. You know, the baby just starts talking on its own. Why? Because there's, you know, I probably could have looked a little more into it, but there's some kind of mechanism or whatever that cuts on within us. And once it turns on, then we start speaking. You know, we make sense of the sounds that we hear when you start putting things together. And then, you know, you say mama, you say dada, and you toilet and different things like that. And you start building, so on and so forth. But the thing is, if you can speak in your native language, then you have the ability to learn another language. Here, we're all learning English, but the, the steps are the same. I mean, a baby sits there and absorbs information it doesn't make any effort to communicate well it does with its cries and it's because it doesn't know how to talk but if it know how to say hey mom could you bring me a steak hey dad can you take out the trash the house stinks you know babies can't talk like that at that level but they're listening they're learning they're watching so i don't know why people expect so much of themselves in the beginning when they're 
starting to talk English, you know, starting to speak English, you know, well, I have to be perfect. Your first words were mama, dada, right? Dog, cat. You know, so if you can't sit here and talk for three hours on end without interruption or making no mistakes, I mean, don't be so hard on yourself. Another thing he mentioned uh, pretty good was when you study language in school, you know, when you go to class and let's say Spanish, I took Spanish one, I took Spanish two, and I took French, right? Took some uh, Japanese when I was in Okinawa. But here's the thing. When you're at home and you're learning language, right, as a, as a kid growing up, your mom corrects you if you make a mistake. But for the most part, they just let you talk. You ask a lot of questions. What is this? What is that? What is this? What is that? Once you learn that, you're gone, right? You sit there, watch cartoons, and you try to repeat what you see. You're, you're singing songs. You're doing all these things. You know, you're just building and building and building a language. So you never really master a language, even your own native language. You know the language. You're familiar with the language. But there are still many things to learn. But the thing is, you have to understand that making mistakes is a part of learning language. When you're in school, here's the problem. When you're in school, you go in, they give you a vocabulary list. They say you need to learn these 25 words by Monday. You try to memorize these words. You repeat these words, short-term memory. You write them down, and then you forget them, and then you get another list. That's not how you learned your native language. So why would you think sitting down with a list of 100 English words would improve your ability to communicate? might improve your ability to read if you're just sitting here reading these words. But when people say, oh, you know a language, you say, yeah. They don't ask you to read something. They say, oh, you know French. Where'd you learn French? Hey, can you read this to yourself? No, they want to hear it. They want you to speak. So speaking is like the combination, you know, of all of your language skills. You know, especially if you read something and you read it out. You know, if you see something like a poster or something, you look at it, you read it on the wall, you read it see a menu, you're able to read it aloud, you're able to translate things. Nobody cares that you can sit there and read a thousand books in a language if you can't speak the language when you're trying to show your skill. Um, but at the same time, reading is fundamental, so it is an integral part of the learning process. But one of the things that, that, uh, that I took away from his whole little soliloquy, his little monologue, was the fact that you know, language is, is one of those things where you get in, you get out what you put in. You know, it's not the it's not a, it's not the, uh, the the hundred yard dash. It's a marathon. Use it every day. You know, they always ask how people maintain, you know, 10, 12 languages. I mean, they have some impressive polyglots up there. It's because it's a system, but they all use the language. They have friends in different countries that they use the language with. They watch movies. They watch film. They listen to music. They use the language, and I think I touched on that before in uh, one of my earlier podcasts, or many of my earlier podcasts. But not to get off on the language tangent, uh, but let's see, what, what was going on in this year? So we talked about COVID. I think they had some, some brush fires somewhere in Australia, something like that going on. People lost a lot of land, a couple casualties, a couple animals. Um, we had the um, election here in the States which was a freaking something show. I won't say what kind of show. We'll just say a ship show. But you could change the P with a T. So that's, that's, that's what that was. A lot of mudslinging, slander going on, and then people in denial even after the results were in. You know, I didn't lose, I didn't lose, uh, you lost. 
leave peacefully. And now we're sitting here with this um, stimulus they're trying to pass. And then, you know, somebody's just trying to twist the knife at the end because their pants are wet. You know, they need a new diaper. You know, so they're complaining and delaying this whole process, this money that this nation over here is needing. Somebody's holding up the process. And I'm sure in your in your country, other things have happened similar or are happening now. Protests and things that just may have not been brought to my attention or just mentioned on a global scale. Of course, I'm not going to be able to mention everything in this little short podcast we have, but it is English and coffee. So we are using English to express our thoughts, exchange ideas. But I know in the next year coming up, I am looking forward to hearing more from you all. Um, you're sitting there and I appreciate you listening, but it's being a little little passive. It's being a little passive. I mean, you could you could take your your language to the next level by becoming active, using it. You hear something interesting, if I say something interesting, respond on it. Record a voice comment. You know? Record a voice comment. Talk. Express your ideas. I'm not going to sit here and say, oh, you pronounced this wrong. No, if, if it's English, if you're speaking English, even if it's not all the way perfect, and I understand it, I will respond. Do that with people that you see in your community. Opportunity. If you're in a multinational country, you know, international country, and they're speaking English and all these other languages, and you have the opportunity to practice English, which is the language you're studying, use it. You know, just use it. Any opportunity you have. I don't know, but... um. I think we'll take a break because it looks like they're going to be closing this park soon. We'll take a break, come back with one more thing, and then we'll close it out. One of the biggest challenges, I think, for most people when they go into a new year, because 2021 is coming up, is they they, they make this list of things that they're never going to accomplish. You know, they write this list of 100 things, and I want to do this this year, and I want to do this this year. 2021 is actually just... Another 365 days in the same life, in the same breath. You know, it's not like, oh, life starts in 2021. No, life starts now. If you're listening to this, life has already started. You're in You're in it. You know, you can't reset the clock. It doesn't, the clock doesn't reset in 2021. You have to keep moving forward. Keep pushing your goals. If you have an idea, something you want to do, do it today. Tomorrow's not promised. You know, a lot of us, we get into this, oh, I'll do it next week. You know, now I can see if it's something for your boss or whatever, but if it's something for you, oh, I'll do it next week when I have time. You had time to say that. You had time to to start um, if you really wanted to do it. And if you don't want to do it, then say, hey, look, I'm not going to do it. Yeah, I've got time for it, but it's not that important to me. I mean, because that's what it is. People do what's important. You know, if your wife's sitting there saying, hey, honey, I need you to um, paint the side of the house. And you tell her, I don't have any time this week. Oh, you don't. But let's see. What did you do this week? Well, you went to the gym. You ate. You walked the dog. You sat, read your book. You maybe played video games. You went out with your friends, went to the bar, had a couple drinks, slept. Yeah, you had time. You had time. It just wasn't on your your top of your priority list. You know, just just be honest. You know, let 2021 be a year of honesty. Let it be a time of honesty. I mean, and you don't have to wait till 2021 to be honest. Somebody says, hey, man, uh, I need you to help me move next week. You're like, ah, I can't do it. You know, maybe um, maybe next month. Okay, I'll wait for next month. No, if you don't want to do it, just say, hey, look, man, I'm not into it. Not feeling the move. You know, hey, I'll help you rent some movers because I'm not trying to get out there and lift that heavy dryer or that heavy washer or that bed frame or that oak nightstand 
You know, just just be honest with yourself, honest with others. Life will be a little easier. We do this all the time. Then it just puts more stress on ourselves because we sit there and we say, oh, I'll do it later, but it stays in your mind. And now you've got this thing that you said you're going to do later. And you got that thing that you said you're going to do later. And you got the next thing that you add. So then you just have this whole list of things that you never get done. And how does that make you feel? No, too good. Lowers your self-esteem, lowers your self-confidence. Like, dang, I've got all these things that I haven't done, that I wanted to do, that I said I would do, and didn't do. So you have to make sure that you understand yourself. Be honest with yourself. If something you don't want to do, say you won't do it. Something you want to do, you will do it. Guarantee, if you're sitting here right now listening to this podcast, this is something you wanted to do. You didn't, you know, just happenstance, you know, just fall into the podcast. No, you said, you know what, I want to practice my English today. I'm going to listen to some English, and that's what you're doing. Uh, Maybe you're imitating what I'm saying. Maybe you're repeating my words as I'm speaking, you know, in real time, perfecting your pronunciation. You know, people do what they want to do, what they're interested in. It's not always a matter of, I can't do that. Think about that the next time when you're at work, your colleagues like, uh, or you ask your colleague, you say, hey, I'm taking next Saturday off. My wife wants to go to um, a restaurant. He's like, I don't know, man. I can't, I can't do it. I got the kids. And it's not that he can't do it. It's just that it's not a priority for him, you know? Or if, if, if it was the other way around, you've got plans to take your wife to the dinner and uh, he's got something to do with his kids. And he says, hey, man, uh, can you... Um, cover for me this weekend. I want to take my kids to Disneyland. And you say, oh man, I can't do it. I got to take my wife. No, no, no. It's just not a priority for you. You'd rather take your wife, which is important. And he's just going to have to sort things out with his, uh, with his kids. I mean, that's, that's just how we roll. You know, people dress it up however they want, you know, put different suits on it, but people do what they want to do. Coffee's getting warm. Last thing I'll go into was the stock market. This year was pretty interesting. I mean, people called it a crash and said a lot of bad things happened. But, I mean, 2020 was an excellent time to make some money. Um, I don't know about you, but I had my hand in the pot. I got a few coins. Hopefully, you got some coins, too. Uh, People started selling masks. New services came about with all this COVID and these quarantines. A lot of people that were... You know, saying, well, I could never work from home. Now they're working from home and that's all they're doing. I don't see them going back in 2021 just because everything opens up. If it fully opens up, going back to working in the community, now you're working at home, freed up your time. Now you just got to free up even more time by replacing yourself, basically essentially firing yourself. That's what people do in a business. You start the business from the ground yourself. Then once you get it to a point where it's able to sustain, it's scalable, you bring in people as you bring in those people that take duties off of you, they're doing things you were doing. Now you're sitting back, start another business, or enjoying your time. You know, walking your dog while you make money. Life isn't all about money, but it's about achieving your goals, seeking what you want, doing good in the world. If you want to do good, you don't have to wait for a thousand people. Shoot, you see a homeless guy on the street, instead of giving him the sandwich, tell him how to get his own sandwiches a hundred sandwiches tell him how to make a sandwich you know that's that's that whole teach a man to fish he eats for a lifetime you give him a fish he eats for a day there's a thousand quotes and little inspirational sayings and whatever you want to call them in the world proverbs that'll you know kind of help navigate your process 2021 don't overcomplicate things don't overcomplicate things life's challenging enough 
simplify things. Make it easier for yourself, easier for your family. If you're struggling with money, make more money. Well, I can't make money. You can't, huh? Well, that's a skill that <laughs> is necessary for obtaining most things. If right now, everybody who was employed by an employer, if their job said, we're done, how would you make money? Is working for someone else the only way you can make money? If that's the case, then then you got a ways to go. There's some other areas to improve on. You know, just like the people that you're working for, they created jobs because they had an idea. They put their money to work. They hired you to do a job. Why don't you put your money to work and hire people to do a job? Start a business. I mean, they got people out here that'll freaking clean your gutters, you know, for five dollars just because they don't have any money. You know, they'll 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 wash your car, you know, for three dollars, whatever you can give them. Take a hundred dollars. Start a business. Put them to work. So you're helping them, and at the same time, you're helping yourself and helping the community or whatever you know, society you're, you're involved in. It's just a thought, but, um, I hope all of you are safe, especially with all this celebrating and stuff going on, people gathering, a lot of hugs, kisses, babies being made. Uh, be mindful COVID's out there. Uh, I mean, so is AIDS out there, herpes is out there, but COVID just seems to be the one where people aren't actually doing any activity to try to get it. It's just kind of, finding them you know wear your little mask i mean here it is i've been wearing this mask since march i haven't had covid not saying the mask saved me but i'm just saying i haven't had it uh so it's doing something because i'm i'm around too many people you know in too many public places to not have come in contact with it and then again maybe i'm just one of these people with this super immune system that they talk about that just doesn't have to worry about it but either way, you know, think things through, listen to your heart, make good choices. I love you all, and I will see you in 2021. Happy New Year.